0: The first weekend of playoff football is in the books. The Chiefs and Packers sitting at home on their couches while the rest of the teams fight it out on the field. The Bears blow it against the Saints. The Ravens pull an upset, and Brady wins another playoff game. But Coach Matt Nagy?
1: He's got to go. Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. Sports,
0: sports, 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 sports. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring it in-your-face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond.
1: And go Bears!
0: And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's SmackWagon. Uh-huh. All that and more coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Rights, and Timothy T. Dog Wiltburger.
1: What do you hear? What do you say, L.V.? What do you knows? Oh, God. We have to do this today, don't we? We do. You it's... know
0: what? If I'm... We're going to get into this. We're going to need to crack a cold one. Oh, because...
1: dude. Yes. Go ahead, crack your. I'm <laughs> gonna crack mine. There Ooh, that's nice. That's so nice, dude. There we go. Crack mine too.
0: <laughs> yeah, we need some beer to talk about uh, talk about today's podcast, man. Holy cow! I don't even want to get into the bears right off the bat. It's too frustrating. Let's talk actual good football. Up into The other games. What do you think?
1: Yeah. No. I, let's do it.
0: Other than the fact that Tom Brady again wins another playoff game, this time with the Bucks beating the Washington football team, which I think you said you feel if Alex Smith was in there that they would have won that game. Is that what I heard you say? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought you're th- not a big believer. You're not a big believer in the Taylor Heineke show.
1: No. I I believe in Heineke. I think that. Uh, he did as good of a you know he played a good of a, game, a good of a game that he could have. I just think Alex Smith would have made a little bit better plays. Obviously, would have thrown some better passes, and would have put that team in a better position. Maybe even possibly win that game for the old coach Rivera. That's
0: well, what I, think I think the bucks the bucks played really good defensively, especially against the run. Um, you know, the the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redkins, Redskins, couldn't get anything going there. So
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, Brady, again, another big one, 381 yards passing, two tuddies. I mean, this guy's, guy's still doing it, man. He's only a couple years younger than you and I, man, and he's out there
1: freaking tearing it up on the field. Yeah, I mean, Washington was only eight points back. And they had ample opportunity to actually tie or take the lead. But just some missed opportunities, unfortunately. I mean, it was in Washington, but there again, you know, we we also said. Well, I don't know if we also said, but I've said, you know, with Tom Brady is was all those years in what is it? Mur- is it not Murphysboro? What's where's the area that uh, Foxboro. Foxboro, Thank you. Thinking mm-hmm. of Southern Illinois. All those years in uh, Foxborough, was it the coach? Was it the head coach that really drove that team to for all those wins, or was it Brady? And just looking at the old man now, what cracks me up? What looking at the old man? They had a side by side. So Brady is now the oldest person to, I think it is, play in a NFL football game playoffs playoff game at forty three. Years old. They also had the person he surpassed. Mm-hmm. And you know who that is? Do you?
0: Was that George Blanda?
1: George Blanda. So they had a side by side photo, the photo of Brady and Blanda. <laughs> Man, Blanda looked like he was 65 <laughs> and he was 43. I mean, Blanda looked like like roadkill on the side was of a, a road. Little, it, was, it was a little rough back in the day to look
0: good. You know, you don't oh. have modern medicine and all the other modern cosmetics and everything else to
1: look good, you know? And there, and then you see, you see this, like, um, this picture of Brady, you know, with this, with his cheeks kind of pushed forward and almost like a Zoolander look. <laughs> <laughs> and then this blanda dude that looked like, I swear to God, it looked like he was 65. It was actually quite amusing to see the, the two, but, once again, Brady's back in the playoffs, but not the Patriots. And Brady beats the Washington football team and not the Patriots, even with Cam Newton. And you're right, you know a lot of teams had a lot of COVID issues. They had a lot of injuries this year. They didn't have any preseason games. So in the beginning, the first few weeks of the of the uh, new season, It was pretty tough to watch. A lot of things happening. A lot of things they had to, you know, NFL had to work out. But at the end of the day, as my good friend the T-Dog always says, winners show up and play and win. And Brady's a winner. Oh, that's very philosophical of you there, LV. Yeah.
0: I try to be. Brady's a winner. And now they've got to play the Saints, and they they uh, possibly could have hosted L.A. based on what happened in the Saints Bears game, but we'll get to that in a minute. But the Rams, how about the Rams? I, this to me was a big, big upset. I really had, I really had a feeling that that Seattle was going to go far um, in these playoffs. But what a jo- that defense, dude! That Rams defense. I think I texted the boys and I said, I wish our front four could play as good as the Rams' front four. And then I was reminded that one of the front four used to be on our freaking front four. And he had a monster game. Leonard Floyd crushed. Wouldn't mind having him on the Bears right now, dude. Telling you that right now. Other than, or rather than freaking Robert Quinn, that guy sucks. (laughs) So. There you go. And they just and that and then you got who is that? John Wolford, the Rams quarterback that had to come in because Goff basically only had one hand. Wolford looking like he's straight out of the Shire. That guy, I don't know, he was stuck in like nineteen seventy-nine with that look that he has. Oh yeah. He gets slapped in the head and gets knocked out. And what does it do? Goff comes in. No problem. Struggles a little bit early on and then no problem. Throws for you know Tutty and you know, Cam Akers had a great game, the rookie to to on the running game. But what a job by that defense to shut down Seattle!
1: I, I've never seen Russell Wilson
0: play that poorly. At yeah. least I don't remember the last time i seen him no, play it, poorly. So I think it's the worst. Yeah.
1: I think it's the worst of what is it? Worst percentage of throwing for more than ten ten yards? I think he was at forty percent completion for him. Oh, averaging when he was averaging more. Yeah,
0: I mean he was eleven of twenty seven. For 174 yards, did throw a couple of touchdowns, but they just couldn't get anything going. I mean, every time he he turned around, he was under pressure. He was sacked five times. He was, he was knocked down several other times. Um, I think he was hit, like, over 10 times or something like that. And, you know, Aaron Donald, obviously, but Leonard Floyd, dude, he had two sacks in that game. He hit him three other times. I mean, he was just, it was amazing. Yeah, and, and and it's one of those things where, you know, we talked about that before, where is is Leonard Floyd having such a great year because you've got Aaron Donald getting all that attention
1: mm-hmm.
0: and giving Floyd a chance to shine? Well, then why the hell isn't Robert Quinn shining with Khalil Mack getting all the attention on the other side of the damn ball? Because he sucks. That's why. <laughs> and he's got it. I, I'll tell you what. He sucks. That's all I got to tell you.
1: He's got to go. Yes, I agree. Well, you know, you mentioned Cam Akers. He actually had the second most scr- yards from scrimmage at 176 by a rookie in a playoff game in the Super Bowl era. That's a, that's pretty good. Against a you know legion of doom. I don't know if they're called legion of doom anymore, the Seattle Seahawks defense, but they generally have a really good defense. Not as good as Not LA as good as Rams, industry. yeah. And the Rams now are two and zero versus the Seahawks in the playoffs. All time, both were road wins in the wild card round. Just some little tidbits of the the, the importance of the, that those games.
0: Yeah, that was a shocker. I didn't think they'd pull that off. And but,
1: or how about this one? How about this one? Because you were talking about Leonard Floyd. He had a great game, right? Mm-hmm. Seven of Leonard Floyd's 12-and-a-half sacks this season comes against the Seahawks, though.
0: Oh, yeah, he had, like, three of them in the earlier, one of the earlier games, yeah. He's... Mm-hmm. And Seattle's offensive line, they had their share of injuries. They struggled this season, there's no question. But, you know, and Russell Wilson, he's hes not the young pup he's, he's been. He's a little long in the tooth and not as elusive as
1: he used to be, but he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, in my opinion, so. And then the earlier game, Indy at Buffalo, was another good game. That was a really good game. And Josh Allen, I mean, you know, I hate to say it. Aaron
0: Rodgers is probably going to win the MVP. Even though I hate the guy, he's probably going to win it. But Josh Allen's got to be at least a very close second or right in the conversation because what a a season he's had. And then to go against that Colts defense Mm -hmm. and do what he – they couldn't run the ball as well, but they pretty – I mean, they somewhat – their game plan was to move that football by throwing it. I mean, they 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 had a plan to do that. They weren't planning on running the football as much. Um, I think other. I think Allen actually led the team in carries. Right. I mean, Josh Allen, your quarterback lead, and he's not. It's not like he's out there running around like a, um, you know, a, a Lamar or, or, or Patrick Mahomes or yeah. Russell Wilson or whatever. He's not out. He's not the kind of quarterback that's going to be out there doing that. But he led the team in carries. That just showed you what their game plan
1: was. Yeah, yeah, 54, fifty-four yards, fifty-four uh, yards mm-hmm. from the quarterback. Also, you know what's interesting is Josh Allen is the first Bills quarterback to win a playoff game since Hall of Famer Jim Kelly did in nineteen ninety-five. Bills, yeah. And I can tell you this: Josh Allen wasn't alive then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't alive the last time the Bills won a playoff game.
1: I don't think so. I I don't know what year this kid was born, but I doubt it. Well, it could have been ninety-five.
0: It's probably close. I don't know how old he is, but he's pro- he's only this is only his third year in the league. So, right third year? Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll look it up. I think it's his third year. So that- he didn't come. Out, he didn't come out when, um, you know, uh, Mahomes and and uh, Watson and Trubisky did. And I think he was in the 2017 draft.
1: Yeah, probably most likely the 2017 draft. Nice ding. Was that your phone? Seriously, dude? Put your phone on me. What's the matter with you? We're doing a podcast here, LV. No. So the Bills have won seven straight games for the first time since 1990, including playoffs. That's, I mean, the Bills have, the Bills, now that Brady is out of that division, the Bills, the Dolphins, these teams should shine now. I don't think I don't think Patriots are going to have any hope. It's going to be rebuild for years to come, right? But since 2019, the Bills are 11 and one in games where Josh Allen has one touchdown pass and uh, or one rushing touchdown pass, uh, rushing touchdown in the first quarter, including the playoffs. There you go. There you go.
0: And my upset of the weekend, I hit on it. Thank you very much. The Baltimore Ravens with a big win over the Tennessee Titans. Did you have a chance to watch that game?
1: No, I didn't, unfortunately. It
0: was, it was a fun game to watch. It was physical. They were smacking the hell out of each other. Um, lots of, you know, lots of just chippy attitudes. And earlier this season the Titans went and broke down or, you know, whatever, did their rah-rah speech out on the Ravens logo, right?
1: Real Everyone that does coach. that. And,
0: and, well, and John Harbaugh took offense to it, and, you know, him and uh, uh, Mike Vrabel, coach of the Titans, kind of got, you know, snippy in that game or whatever, and it was just, it was like, a, it was insulting to them. Well... The Ravens, after a late interception, came out and danced and jumped around on the Titans logo in the middle of the field. They got a penalty for it, but it, it reminded me of, and I don't know if you remember this, when Terrell Owens, I think it was Terrell Owens, um, or yeah. when he ran out to the star? stood on the Dallas star and then got leveled by uh, the safety. I want to
1: say it was Roy Williams, maybe? But that was after he scored the touchdown.
0: Oh, yeah, he scored the touchdown, ran to the star, Stood on it and did like then this, got leveled. It's yeah. like
1: crossed like, uh, yeah, like today. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly.
0: So, you know, it's it's, but these are rivalry games. I mean, this actually is how the Bears-Packer rivalry used to be before the Packers started winning every damn game, and it's just not, no longer a rivalry. I mean, a rivalry is you guys beat the crap out of each other and you split the season series, in my opinion. Yeah. Right? That's what you like to see. Not, you know, Aaron Rodgers winning 21 out of 26 damn games against
1: your team. Oh, you're still upset um, from last week. Nice.
0: Oh God, that's what I miss about Lovey Smith. At least he knew. And you know what? I'm not. We're not there I, yet, is, though. This no, this we're is, not there yet. We're not there yet. No, I know, I Hold know. your I'm rant. Saying, I'm just saying this is how I was raised that the Bears have got to beat the damn Packers. That's all there is to it. They got to beat them. Oh, okay. And, so, I don't know.
1: Lamar Jackson has joined Dan Marino and Patrick Mahomes as the only players in NFL history with an MVP and one plus playoff win by the end of their age 23rd season
0: no kidding
1: yeah well, how about and that? the Ravens at 11 and six are the only team in NFL history with a winning record on the road in the postseason so right Ravens got a lot of, lot going for them So we'll we'll see see how that goes.
0: Hey, we got some breaking news. Oh. You ready for this? Yeah. The Cleveland Browns are beating the Pittsburgh Steelers 21 to nothing in the first quarter. What? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it looks like they got a fumble recovery in the end zone. Uh, Right opening play. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Touchdown and That's- Jarvis Landry with a touchdown catch from Baker Mayfield for uh, 40 yards, nice long pass, 14 nothing and then 5 minutes later, Kareem Hunt. Well, I need and actually Kareem Hunt just scored again. They're up 27 nothing
1: in the first quarter. I need <laughs> Cleveland to win because right now I have one. You say, "Hey, you you got your upset of the week." Good job. Mm-hmm. My upset of the week was the Bears. I shouldn't <laughs> have picked them cuz I've I've done horribly with the upset of the week. But I only have one win in the playoffs. But I do have a lock, and that lock came through this week. I took the Bills as my lock.
0: Well, a lot of road teams won, but, I mean, yeah, the Bears game, that was your upset of the week. Did you mean that was going to make you upset? Maybe that's what you meant, not that they were going to win the damn game. And I'll tell you what, Ron, seriously, so let's talk about Bears, Bears Saints.
1: Well, did we get all the other playoffs done?
0: we did. I mean, we talked about the Ravens. We talked about the Colts, the Rams, the Bucks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, Now, that's, now that's we're it. left I with it. Cleveland I mean, and Pittsburgh. That's going on right now. And Cleveland's and up big. They're up 28, nothing. That looks like that's going to be a monster upset. I mean, what happened to the damn Steelers? We obviously we will be able to talk about that, but yeah, but, yeah, what's left,
1: unfortunately, that's what's left is the Bears. We have to talk about the damn Bears. Yeah, because we can't talk about Las Vegas Raiders. They're out of the playoffs. We can't, we can't talk, talk about,
0: about the Dallas Cowboys. They're out of the playoffs.
1: They're out of the playoffs. But, we but can, what we
0: can do is talk about the Chicago
1: Bears. We can talk about the Chicago and Bears.
0: Unfortunately, well, you know what? The Bears are who we thought they were, right? I mean, did I, I picked the Saints to win this game.
1: Oh, wait. The
0: Bears, the Bears are who we thought they were. Yeah. That's why we took I mean, the damn field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, did I want the Bears to win this game? No question. Did I think they could? Sure. But they had it to have a lot of things come together. And, unfortunately, they were already behind the eight ball. You lose your hottest wide receiver, not your best, because there's no question that Allen Robinson is the best wide receiver on this football team. Which we will lose. Agent, yeah, The best free agent that's going to be hitting in the offseason season. And, you know, just has been a great, has been great for the Bears this year. Uh, Darnell Mooney, though, was on the rise. He was having a couple of great games and just really starting to become a favorite, at Trubisky. And sometimes you need that quarterback, wide receiver connection. You know, there's just something there. It doesn't necessarily, you know, it could be a fifth rounder, but if they just, there's something about him, right? And it felt like Mooney was starting to turn that corner. And unfortunately, he gets hurt. We lose Roquan Smith.
1: Yeah, that I was, mean, that, that was huge. Was we
0: talk, yeah, we talked so much about him and how the impact he's had on this team. 140 tackles this season. I mean, think about that. He's averaging almost 10 tackles a game. Wherever the ball is, Roquan Smith is there, right? You, you hear about Khalil Mack. You hear about Eddie Jackson. You hear about how, you know, the great players on this Bears defense. The MVP of the Bears defense this year, in my opinion, is Roquan Smith. And the guy didn't even make the damn Pro Bowl. I don't know who the hell's voting for that shit, but he <laughs> should have been on there. Yeah. So... So it kind of started off there, and then of course, no Jalen Johnson, which they were hoping to get him back. He was, I uh, just before the game, I think they made the decision on him. I think it's an ankle or something. So, um, yeah, no, keep going. Anyway, so unfortunately for them, you know, they they deal with those injuries, and then of course you you know you start getting guys dropping from injury. You got Anthony Miller who gets kicked out of the damn game, which I thought was ticky tack. I mean, I get it. This is playoff football. These guys are – this is emotional game. I don't know that he did anything that required him to get thrown out. That's just me. I thought that was pretty stupid. But you still have to be smart, and he wasn't, unfortunately for them.
1: Yeah, um, I mean
0: – And then you got guys You got guys who are playing receiver that just can't catch the damn ball. I mean, look at that touchdown we could have had. Wims, he made a great catch. You told me when you, we were talking earlier. He yeah. made that great over the shoulder. Now, that was a great pass. Probably one of the better passes I've ever seen Trubisky throw over that outside shoulder. And Wims makes the catch, 28, 29 yards, whatever it was. Yeah. And then they then they successfully pull off that trick play, and he drops it right into the bread basket, and, and he drops the damn ball.
1: And that was another oh, yeah. perfect throw. Yeah. perfect throw. Yep. Over the shoulder,
0: looking up, nice and smooth. Defender fell down because he was beat. Bears are up 10-7 at that point.
1: But no, and they should them. and they should be up thirteen seven. Is that mine or yours? <laughs> no, I have no idea who's who's texting. It's kind of annoying though. I have it quit. I have it Just off. Put it uh, on mute. I did. Well, oh, well, I don't know what to tell
0: you. But anyway, yeah, I mean that was that's so a lot of frustrating things happened to the Bears. I think ultimately the Bears lost this game for several reasons. I think number one. They the defense couldn't get off the field yeah. against Drew Brees. I mean, they controlled the ball almost two to one. Um, their third down conversions were were monster compared to the Bears. I think I don't think the Bears converted a third down until I want to say until that last drive. Um, and would you say they ended up with like two hundred and thirty something yards or something like that?
1: Oh, the Bears and yeah. So the well, Be- yeah, so go the, ahead. the Bears. Uh... Had 11 first downs, 1 of 10 on third down, 49 plays for 239 total net yards for 21 minutes time of possession. <laughs> 21. And, and, and 99 of those yards
0: came on the very last drive. They drove the length of the field to get to to pad those stats. So, you know, the offense just – it's not a matter of them – they just didn't have any opportunities. I mean, I think at one point, midway through the fourth quarter, they showed a graphic on the screen that said the Saints had run almost 30 plays and the Bears had run 10. You know, if the other team's taken up 75% of the offensive plays, you're probably losing that football game. Um, so that was that was just, that was obviously issue number one. Issue number two, they couldn't run the football. They, you just didn't see the same. And, and everything was up the middle. It was up the middle. It did. You didn't see a lot of creativity in the running plays like you have over the last several weeks where the Bears, I think, uh, you know, Montgomery has been one of the top running backs for like the last four or five weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know? So. But they stymied all all. him. They stymied yeah. Montgomery. And then what's funny is, you know, we're like, well, you know, he's not going to get a, much more in rushing yards. Because now we got to go throw the ball, but they still ran. That's what was killing me. Why we? Why we? Why do we have two running plays for two, three yards? With we'll just talk about the second half or the the end of the second end of the first half. Yeah, it was. You, You want to talk about that? It was. Yeah, we need to. It's a must because you know what's coming, my brother. Yeah. From it another is mother.
0: Because here's the reason why I'm more pissed than anything about the Bears game. I get it, okay? You're a ten point underdog. You wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now if it wasn't for COVID and the fact that they expanded the playoffs. The Bears would have been knocked out in week fifteen. So you're in the you're in there. You you are nothing but just nothing but rumors that you are going to lose your job at the end of this season because of the way that your football team has played, regardless of the fact that you won a Coach of the Year two years ago. And it's your last game, most likely. You want to go out there and you want to be aggressive. And you talk about the end of that first half, Ron. This is when... So I've been a Matt Nagy supporter. You know I have been. Mm -hmm. And I've, you know... I. I've heard all the crap and everything else. They said, you know what? I mean, they, this is, every team goes through crazy stuff, but the Bears have gone through some crazy stuff the last couple of years. I was all, I would have not been upset if the Bears gave him another chance. But I'm telling you right now, Matt Nagy has ha- he has got to go. Yeah. Period. He's got to be fired. He's got to go. Exactly. Thank you. The end of that first half, okay, you're down seven to three. Your team is fighting to stay within this game against a, a team that won 12 games this year. You get the ball back. Now, they deferred the kick, the first kick of the game, right? You saw that. They deferred yeah. the kick. Why? Because they won the kick of the second half. Great. So you get the ball back with 90 seconds left. And you have Mitch Trubisky, who actually, in his career, has proven to run the two-minute offense a lot better than a good chunk of QBs in the NFL. He's not the best at it, but he really does a good job at running the two-minute offense and you sit on a four-point deficit, you don't even try to get in field goal range. You don't even try to put... What are you telling your quarterback at that, posi- that point? What are you telling your offensive... your team? I don't trust you guys to even re- move at 40 yards to be able to at least kick a field goal, make it 7-6, to six, and take some damn momentum into the second half where we get the ball back and make something happen. No, instead, we're just going to sit on it. We're going to run the run the clock out. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. On that alone, on that alone, Ron, he's got he's got to go. I, I I it's ridiculous. I can't believe that that happened. I was I was just beside myself. And I'll tell you what, I've bet, like I said, I've been a pretty good supporter of Matt Nagy, you know, pretty much all season long and everything else. But after that. That
1: guy's got to go. Even with the injuries, even with his team. I mean, this is not, think about this. This is not the only player that has swung at another player. Wims did it against Mm -hmm. the Saints. Against
0: the Saints. Yeah. Same player. Same player. Pierre Thomas, where the hell so is he? So
1: the so the question really is: is that player a dirty player that we're not seeing, obviously on our end, and that they're going out and they're upset? You know, it's pissing him off. Which you know, for the Saints, they're winning; it's winning.
0: Oh, he's getting in their heads, whatever. So he's getting in their head, and that you know, some of that comes down to obviously these guys. It's an emotional game. They're going to make decisions. They're going to do things. But that injuries and all that shit has nothing to do with managing the game. And being a smart manager. And that's where Nagy failed. And that's second, you know, whatever. So you throw an interception and, and the Saints get a field goal and they're up ten to three. So what? It's your last freaking game of the year. It's to move on in the playoffs in a game that you are a huge underdog, be aggressive and go you're not going to beat the New Orleans the New Orleans Saints. By just plugging along yeah. and hoping we kick a couple of field goals, they weren't going to win that game nine to seven. There's no way the Saints were going to be held back to seven points. The Bears were tired defensively. It's a stupid decision, and he's got to go. Sorry, that's that's where right, I'm at. That just pissed me off. Now I, I would I would have been absolutely fine if the Bears lost this game and Trubisky threw an interception at the end of the first half because you know we didn't even expect them to really win this game. Did we want them to? Sure we didn't expect them to. But I expect you to put up a damn effort and play some smart football, and that didn't happen. And it, that falls on
1: Nagy's ass. Well, I mean, right there, the the end of the second half. I say second half. The end of the first half. First half, yeah. They were playing smart ball. They were playing safe, <laughs> smart ball. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I, now you, that, now you don't want them to play smart ball. Uh, uh, here's what. Here's what the other thing that I can play
0: moments. You got to be aggressive in the situation they had right now. They had to do it.
1: So. Here. Here's the other thing that is that we need to also. It's laser. Laser. Laser was making the calls. So can Nagy just fire Laser and then keep his job? You think Nagy? Laser, does, laser doesn't
0: make. No. No. Laser's not making those types of calls. Okay. Nagy is still the general. He's the one making the calls on whether we're gonna go for it on third or fourth down, or rather on fourth down, whether we're gonna do those types of things, how aggressive we're gonna be. You know, he's telling laser, hey, let's get after it. We need points here, is what he should be saying. Instead of, hey, Bill, call a couple of you know, running plays and let's let the clock run yeah. out and we'll go in, hey, we're only down by four. Suck it. Well
1: the That's Bears the Bears have cool. lost seven straight games versus the Saints, including playoffs. Last win. Was week fifteen of which year, T Dog? The last win was week fifteen of which year? Yeah, which year? Two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Very good. That's close. close. That's close. Yeah.
0: Now I don't know. I don't know if you saw it, which this was kind of humorous. So Chuck Pagano, after the Bears numerous times got jumped off sides, right? <laughs> jumped off sides, and Pagano dropped the f bomb now you didn't hear it but he you could you could see he mobbed it it was plain as day but i i heard that the nickelodeon broadcast cuz this game was broadcast on nickelodeon for the first time and they had their you know they even had their own little announcers doing the thing i think um uh who was it one of the um Nate Burleson actually former wide receiver yeah. was uh, was one of the play by or the color guys on there but nonetheless uh on nickelodeon the Bears, somebody dropped an F-bomb on Nickelodeon, I would assume would be the first F-bomb ever in the history of the Nickelodeon Children's Channel. I would guess. That's just me. Or at did, least that's what's been recorded. Did they show they, him, what?
1: did they show him get slimed?
0: They did that's, not. He <laughs> probably should have got slimed. But that just goes to show you how, I mean, you just never know when you're going to be on a mic,
1: you know? Yeah. So and and you hear a word. <laughs> so a couple more things cuz will uh, talking about Mike. We'll we'll talk about something else here in just a minute, but I just want to finish with some a couple more things about the the Bears. There was a positive. It was a first off not so positive is when we were talking about Miller who got uh, ejected. There was a positive? Yeah. I'm it's, checking
0: my notes. I don't see any positives here. Lv are you sure you're talking about the Chicago Bears?
1: Yes. So Miller oh. Miller gets ejected. It's like they knew it was over. Right, you know. like they knew the game was over, so he said, F it, I'm out." Gardner from the Saints is known to, for pissing off the opposing team and getting right. in their faces, and you know you're you're down by whatever amount, so you know why not take a swipe at his head? But did you see Nagy talking to Miller afterwards? He was yeah. in his face. I I swear, I told you. I said, yeah. I think Miller went to headbutt him. Because I don't think he appreciated whatever Nagy was saying. I think Nagy was right up in his. He's like, "Listen, if I go, you go," <laughs> and and I know I'm going to be gone, so you're gone. Or he was saying sweet nothings or whatever. But the emotional game. Not that it would have mattered much, but you know that was some bullshit. You know we mm. can't we can't have unsportsmanlike calls. You know, especially the unsportsman sportsmanlike calling. Cole Comet. that was another BS call I'm yeah. sorry he was throwing the ball to the ref listen that kid has no I, he, I have never seen him upset or mad or anything hmm. so even in the
0: days at Notre Dame nope he, he's just not he's not like that he's passionate don't get me wrong but he does he usually is a smart player yeah, and to that, your point, and your point, yeah. Was he saying something? But yeah, then he tossed the ball over the top into the ref's hands. Ref's hands, yeah.
1: Which he dropped the ball. Incomplete. And then that so flag goes out because what you can't throw a ball at a ref. That's what you're supposed to do. Listen, if the state if the Saints keep playing the way they're playing now, which is getting in your face, pissing people off, I don't see them going much further. To be honest with you. So we'll we'll have to see how that goes. But the the really nice thing that came from this game was the last touchdown of the game. It was kind of serendipity. Is That a word? Yeah. Okay. Because Jimmy Graham, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> no time left. Ball's thrown. One-handed grab. 10 feet in the air. Come down, get up and run out. He gone, 10 feet. I think he, he's pretty tall.
0: Bellishing just a smidge there, but all right.
1: That was, was that his only catch of the game, too? No, he did No, he had, he yeah. had one like 5 minutes like 5 seconds earlier. Yeah. I mean Well, you didn't I mean he didn't even
0: figure it, but he didn't even factor into this game. No. I mean I, I they he didn't well, I don't think he was targeted. Until that last drive. Yeah. And where and and how bad how bad is Riley Ridley? I mean, here's a guy who I we thought at least I thought he was going to be a steal. I think we got him in the fifth round from Alabama. I think it was Alabama. Mm-hmm. How bad is that guy that we've got to keep pushing Javon Wims out there and throwing it deep to him? Stone hands, you
1: know. Riley must suck. Well, one of the things you observed from watching the game that you kept bringing up was: is is their defensive backs and safeties are they that good to be on our guys, or are our guys that bad of making doing the routes?
0: Poor route running. I've said that throughout the season that that the Bears struggle with getting separation. And you know, if you look back at a lot of, especially Allen Robinson and the catches that he's made this year, I, I don't have the stats. I would guess a good chunk of them are heavily contested, and they're great catches by Robinson. How many times each week do we go, man? He had some great catches out there, mm-hmm. but very few do we see the type of open receivers that you see. And is that a matter of them not being able to run good routes? Do we literally have a combination? Of receivers who can't run re- good routes, or is, you know, is the offensive line that bad that it doesn't even give Trubisky time enough for those routes? I mean, because look how many times they threw that 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 uh, screen pass, yeah, that play action screen pass in the flat. And I told you it, towards the second half. I mean, the the Saints were sniffing that one out and making plays. They knew. They knew. Yeah, they knew they knew when it was coming, and that was really all the, the Bears were doing, either Montgomery up the middle or a toss in the flat to commit or whatever. So that was frustrating.
1: Yeah, was very, the struggle's real. So when you're on the sideline or when you're out on the field, you never know. When the, those guys that are holding that little bubble thing out there, you know, that bubble. If you guys ever watch football and you, you see the players like when they go out of bounds and the guys holding the little, little bubble, clear plastic bubble thing, that's a sound. That, that's a sound they're, they're guy. Like
0: mic Mike, Mike drums.
1: Yeah. Like you never know if that sound drum is pointing at you. And then, of course, we, they hear the F bomb on Nickelodeon. I'm su- surprised people are not asking for Nickelodeon to be canceled. <laughs> and then, then we have Justin Thomas. I oh, won't yeah. say the yeah. word because it's degrading to some people, not all, but I will say the definition. It was a bundle of sticks and twigs bound together as fuel. And that's how he felt. When he made that poor, poor hit. <laughs> he, he
0: missed a putt, I think it was.
1: Yeah. Five-foot putt.
0: Muttered the he muttered the derogatory homophobic slur to himself. He was basically calling it to himself. But, yeah, that was – and it was caught on a mic. And, I, you know what, I got to give him props for once he was told, he immediately stepped up to the plate. Well and said look I didn't realize I said that probably because you know there's people out there that that say things like that to their buddies or kind of under their breath or you know call in his, this case calling it to himself that you sometimes you don't catch it but and like you said there's always mics man
1: there's always and, mics it, you know I don't know, you know that, I I, that I a rough one. is it rough one well, I mean,
0: you know, this is a, this is a tough one, Ron, because the world and with the way things are going right now, I need and another one culture and everything. Another beer. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably do. Especially for this conversation. But um, I, when I say it's a tough one, it's a tough one for me to really get my hands around when it comes to, because I'm, I'm a firm believer in context, Right. And look, there are people that are going to be offended by things that are said. That's all there is to it. Now, are things taken out of context? And then do you get in a situation where you have, you know, the call for things to be canceled because of things being taken out of context or whatever the case may be? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have that. And, you know, it's that's what makes this so difficult to really try to work through because, you know, how I've said the damn word, dude, I, I, I will ho- admit it. I've said that damn word. That's kind of the way I was raised and the way I grew up now. Did I, have I ever called anybody that other than a buddy, like to really say in a derogatory way? I don't think so. I don't think I have. Maybe I have, I don't know. Have I said that to a buddy? Probably, especially, you know, if they cheated on the golf course, like our Couch potato listener, Steve usually does, you know, a few times, but you know, that's the thing. I mean, nowadays you've got prim and proper. Yeah. But yeah. And you've got social media and you've got microphones and cameras everywhere you turn that this stuff is just amplified. And in his case, he said something kind of to himself, or at least he thought he did. Unfortunately, he had a hot mic nearby. I mean, I don't know, dude, it's, it's, it's tough.
1: Holy
0: testicle Tuesday. Uh oh. I mean, can we say testicle? <laughs> is, is that is that bad?
1: Uh, yeah. It, but I, you're
0: you know, yeah. and it's funny you read off, you know, you read off earlier about you read the definition about what it was. And you know, obviously our listeners are smart enough to figure out what it was, or they can Google what Justin Thomas said to figure that out. But um, you know, There are, that's what kind of what's happened with these, you know, derogatory terms and things like that, you know, people that are using them, you know, within their conversations and, um, all, all those different words out that are out there that people are using in different contexts and they're in songs and you hear them in different, different parts of our culture. Um, but there are certain situations where it's still not, you know, regardless, it's just not right to say. And I don't know, know the if theory. that
1: word is not right to say. I mean it's in the dictionary yeah it's it not like dictionary. it's a forbidden you know I don't you know he once again he, the, he's the saying we've
0: climbed though that's
1: where we've come to that, that it is, unfortunately well, it, well, I, freedom of I mean, speech I, can't have it anymore well, cancel culture It'd be one thing if he was saying it in a derogatory way. It'd be one thing if we caught him like out of the club. And he was at the club and he was, you know. And he
0: said it to somebody else. You're saying yeah. if you went up to somebody, I said, you yeah. are this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, but hold on. So let's think about that. So let me give you a different perspective on yeah, that. Yeah, give
1: me a different perspective.
0: So he misses the putt and he calls himself that.
1: Yeah. Good for okay. him.
0: Well, he missed the putt, which is a bad thing. So he called himself that to say what? That he's a bad thing? Like you're using that in the context he used it. If somebody else missed it, would you have called him that? That's why. That's why people are making such
1: a big deal about. This I, you shit. know what? I, I, the The bottom line is, even if he was calling it for himself, it was just it was just being frustrated. I know. And but that's so what, see, I'm, I'm making a point. I, I'm with you. I, I've
0: said that to myself. I've called myself every name in the book when I miss putts, and it happens three times per hole, minimum usually a four putt. So I've got plenty of expletives on there, and some of them are probably those that would insult people. But, yeah, I'm calling it to myself. So I, I'm with you, but I'm trying to just show you that side of the coin where people are saying it's not right regardless. I now, I, I mean, all the
1: wor- – listen, all the negative words that we've heard, even in football, even today, even for the Bears game, we heard it. Ain't no one calling up them saying, hey, he said this bad word. I mean, oh, you I guarantee you Nickelodeon got got calls. I'm not talking about Nickelodeon. (laughs) I'm talking talking about CBS CBS. We heard the same word, dude. Now, maybe I don't know if Nate Burleson, did Nate Burleson say the F word? No. Okay. no, it was a Chicago Bears player player. It was picked up
0: on the mic. So somebody correct. So I heard that.
1: I heard that same word through CBS broadcast picked up on the mic. So should we now all call and demand CBS for allowing that person to no. say that word? Just like should we all call, which they did, because see, what's unique about golf, and I think it's changed. I think it might have changed this year. But golf, what was unique was if I'm a spectator, this is the only sport that where a spectator can witness a foul or a, 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 um, a penalty, And actually call it in. And that person, if they review the tape, will get dinged that penalty. It's Mm -hmm. the only one. Which is... Now, unfortunately, I know PGA was looking, and I thought it was this year that they were looking to get rid of that. Because, to be honest with you, if the person who's playing the actual game doesn't have the integrity to call their own strokes and their own penalties, then they shouldn't be playing the game in a professional level. It'd be one thing if it was me and you or, you know, Steve. <laughs> Hate to call him out on it, but Steve. It'd be one thing if it was, you know, one of you guys, whatever. I mean, there's people out there that I I know cheat all the time. But people are calling in, saying they're cheating. People are calling in saying, oh, he said the F word. He said that. You know that it's unacceptable. You need to talk to him. He's a grown man, and he said a word that he maybe shouldn't have. Whatever, because he said it out loud because it offended somebody. You know what? Get over it, people. If you're offended by somebody that you have, you don't even know. You just happen to see it on TV. Then maybe you need to be watching a different sport because you know golf is extremely manly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. No, but I no, and I'm I'm with you because you know there's not a lot. Like I said, I can sit here right now and I can't. I'm not a hypocrite, so I can't hit her and sit there and say I can't believe that somebody would say that.
1: Yeah, but you're and not going to either. Up. You're but you're not going to be the one calling in either. You're yeah. not going to be calling up. The, the, what, which no, station was know. it on ABCs or not ABCs? It was uh, channel three
0: CB. Well, CBS was doing that. You're talking about the bears game.
1: Yeah. Well, the bears game, but I was, I was thinking yeah. of the, the golf.
0: Um, oh, that was probably on on NBC I NBC.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think they, but, but whatever you're right no I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it in.
0: I'm not going to, and you it, don't it, need you know, him to
1: apologize. That. It wasn't to anybody. He didn't even. He claims he didn't even know he said it, which is
0: probably, I would guess, is true. There's things that I've. I mean, there's. I look, listen back to these podcasts and I go, "Holy shit, I didn't know! I didn't even know I said that." You know, I mean, it. Sometimes it just
1: it just again, comes out. When
0: you're passionate and you like Matt Nagy. I, I actually held back some things I wanted to say about that dipshit. But oh so, oh, dipshit. You.
1: See, and now I, I
0: I said that, which is offensive to him. All right, well, you can it, call
1: you can call the T Dog at one one815. <laughs> five, five, five. One, so two, anyway,
0: one, yeah, I mean, I get you. The the, but it's like you said. I mean, you never know when the mics are on and stuff like that. And I think this is how it's. I mean, this is the world we live in now, where you just never know. And not even in the world of sports, but even when you're at work and anything else, you're at the grocery store, dude. You never know when somebody's watching, somebody's listening. I mean, look at that that chick that freaking went batshit crazy on on that kid out in New York. Tried to. To say he stole her phone. I mean, it's all on video lady. Everybody gets to see how you reacted and what you did. Yeah. You know, you can't lie about it. I mean, so people just, it's all over the place. You gotta be ready for it. Um, well, here's the
1: thing. Here's the thing. I mean, the bottom line is you don't, you don't have to be ready for it. You don't, it's a, once again, free cr- country, say what you want to say. If you want to call somebody out, I guess you get to call them out. Whatever. But Justin Thomas, really?
0: Well, I don't think anything's gonna to happen to him. I mean, you if you remember that uh That's Patrick agreed.
1: Week,
0: I think it was about six years ago. Same thing happened to him where he said, you know, nice F and putt, you F and F, right? He said that yeah. to himself, using the bundle of sticks as that third F. And you know he was talking to himself yeah he had to come out and apologize you know patrick reed is definitely a different bird when it comes to this he's he's he doesn't care about any of that crap but um but yeah it has happened it's not unprecedented um i don't think anything's going to happen from this like i said i gave him credit he came out he said look I, i'm really sorry guys I, I really didn't mean to say it if i did um you know he didn't even know that he said it and sometimes you know
1: yeah but is what it is man you give him credit i I give him credit to a point. I don't think he needed to come out and apologize to anybody. Um, it is what it is. It's just a word. Because, you know, words hurt. There you go. So the Cubs have made some changes this offseason so far. Mm-hmm. Get a little MLB action. Uh, latest news, uh, Schwarber has been signed by the Nationals for a one-year deal for 10 Million buckaroos and you, Darvish, is gone to San Diego Padres for Zach Davies. I think there was another player involved too, wasn't there, T I think there was. Well, there
0: were four other prospects involved, all teenagers, I think, except for one. I mean, they, this, this, really, this trade was all about money, Ron. I mean, Darvish was still owed, I want to say about. Um, somewhere in the neighborhood of sixty million dollars over the next three seasons, and it really came down to the fact that the Cubs are shedding salary right now
1: in a big way, uh, I in, a, even... in, a,
0: in a really big way. I mean, they're they're looking to to move Chris Bryant still, actively shopping him, actively shopping Contreras. I think Bryant's going to arbitration is going to fall somewhere in the eighteen to twenty million dollar range. Contreras Contreras will probably be in the seven and a half to to nine million dollar range, I think so. They still got thirty million dollars or so. They're trying to trim from the books after getting rid of you, Darvish, and they essentially just you know they get Zach Davies back, former Brewer pitcher, kind of throw him in, and and like I said, four teenagers, dude. I mean, one of them's seventeen years old. I think three of them haven't even seen action yet because of the minor leagues being canceled this past. Oh, year. Oh,
1: minor leagues, okay. I yeah, sure. so
0: this is all about other than Davies plugging into the rotation. This is all about potential future for the Cubs. Now, these four guys that they got um, Reginald Preciado, Owen Cassis, Ismail Mania, and Yesian Santana. They got two outfielders and two shortstops. You're not going to hear these guys, as, the names from these guys for years, right? Unless so, they train really them. this was okay, we basically got Davies here, and we don't have to pay you Darvish for two more seasons. Now, you Darvish is is up there. He's he's thirty, I think 34, 35 years old, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Still has three seasons left. Um I mean, at the end of the day, if the Cubs really were planning on
1: you making know, that cutting run the, uh,
0: the payroll and and going the other direction, then that was a it was a good way. I mean, I'd yeah. like to see Jason Hayward maybe fall into that, you know, trade category, get rid of his sixty million or so that he's got left. Yeah. But no, it's you Darvish who actually had a good season. Um, this past season, I think finished second or something like that in in the Cy Young voting. But San Diego now, dude, Darvish wasn't even their biggest score. They also got Blake Snell from Tampa Bay. Yeah. Now, Tampa got much better return, but Snell is a, is is an, an amazing pitcher and club controlled now very cost effectively. I think for like around thirty million for the next three years. So they got Darvish and Snell for the next three years to go with that kid LaMet that they already have. They have Chris Paddock. Um, they did not have to give up Mackenzie Gore, which was, I think, their top pitching prospect through all these trades and things. And why is San Diego doing that? Who are they trying to keep up with? The Dodgers. Yeah, they have to. The world, yeah, they're, they're, they're basically trying to keep with the Dodgers. Now, who knows? Maybe that means the Dodgers, if they don't get Justin Turner, are they maybe going to go after Chris Bryant? Ooh. Possibly in a trade. Throw him over at third base for a year, make another run at it.
1: Yeah, um, they're see, looking
0: for right-handed power hitting. They're looking for right-handed hitting. Um, we should we should bring Kevin on the podcast. Have him t- have him tell us what uh, he thinks about a potential Chris Bryant uh, trade uh, or who he'd give up. I wonder who he would give up for the Dodgers. Yeah, or for we'll, uh, for
1: Chris Bryant. We'll definitely follow up with Kevin. maybe next week.
0: Yeah, but again, you're not going to hear. I mean. One of those prospects, like I said, was twenty. The other ones, I think, were like eighteen, seventeen, something like that. There, you yeah, go. they were in the top twenty uh, for the for the pro, for the Padres. But we didn't get a big haul for him, um, Brian. I don't know what you are going to get for him. I mean, he's only got one year of control left, and at twenty million, and he's he hasn't been playing well. Yeah. Um. You just you just talked about Schwarber signing with would you say the Nationals? Yeah, the Nationals. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had you know he's having and the funny thing about Schwarber, this is what really kind of bums me out about him so back in I want to say 2014 ish 15 somewhere in that range okay when Chris Bryant and Javier Baez and Addison Russell and Wilson Contreras and um Ian Happ and all these guys that were getting all these accolades in Chicago right I remember listening to Boers and Bernstein yeah I don't know if you remember those the the radio guys there in Chicago I was riding home, and they said they were talking about Chris Bryant being the the great player and the second coming of Bryce Harper and everything else. Yeah. And I remember them saying, yeah, Baez looks great, Bryant looks all, all that stuff. And they said, but do you want to know who we think is the best pure hitter in the minor leagues right now? It's none of those guys. It's Kyle Schwarber. They actually said he was the best hitting prospect. And, um, you know, left-handed power hitter, Um. And so I was excited about, I really was excited about him, you know, making a name for himself in Chicago. So when it didn't happen and he struggled hitting the ball and he struggled hitting, um, you know, he struck out a lot more than we thought he was going to strike out. It was, it was a rough one, but yeah. So he's gone. Brian could be gone. You know, who knows? They only got Rizzo one more year too. Yeah. The Cubs honeymoon is just about over and we don't have a
1: back to a hundred year stretch, my friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that means I'm never going to see another Cubs World Series unless I live to be 150.
1: Well, at least you saw one.
0: Yes, I did, and it was a good one. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. The problem is I don't remember the last game because I was slightly inebriated.
1: Oh, well. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. I think inebriated is a bad word. You probably should be called out on it. Well, the good news for you Ron is if the Bears,
0: well not that the Bears are out of the playoffs and the playoffs in the NFL, we're going to talk about that a little bit further in the next few podcasts, but we're going to have to shift gears and start talking about something else. So, what better way than to bring in the Cubs and the Sox and
1: and we got hockey. Hockey's coming up, starts January. Rangers
0: down here for our Dallas listeners, we can talk Rangers. Yeah. We got hockey.
1: January got the, 13th.
0: There you go. It's going Ooh, to be
1: That's, one that's of, this week. Yeah, this week they they start their new season, 56 games, my friend.
0: Did you see who retired?
1: Corey Crawford. Yep. Yeah, we knew that though. Oh, he, he he took a I think a one or two year deal to go to New Jersey and then he uh said, "You know what? Playing in the East with all these teams, <laughs> I'm out. I'm retired." So we retired. Well, we thank you, Corey, for a great career with Chicago. Yeah. Two um, Stanley Cups for good old Corey. Lord Stanley, baby. He's a good kid. And he is a kid because he's younger than me. That's there all that go. matters. So what do we got on the dockets for next week? We have the playoffs. Uh, we Let's just assume. The what? The, what? the playoffs. The what? The playoffs. Oh, the playoffs. <laughs> the what? The what? Come on, man. Never mind. We don't have the playoffs. But there there is a playoff. So right now Cleveland is up twenty eight nothing with about a minute fifty eight left in a second. All right. So do you think Pittsburgh are gonna come back and win that game? No.
0: Okay. So let's make our picks as if Cleveland's gonna win that game. Let's do it.
1: There you go. So go ahead, fire so, away. What is the first uh well let's do number one. So Green <laughs> Bay. Got,
0: you know we got the NFC the NFC's ready to go. So we can go with that. You yeah. got green Bay hosting
1: the who they hosting? Rams, Los Angeles. Oh, that's Rams. right.
0: The Rams. Okay.
1: Man, with the, if Donald is out, so he was he hurt. Is
0: hurt. That's right. If that's he's a huge loss. Yeah.
1: If he's out, it's green Bay. I think even it's green if, Bay regardless. Even if
0: he's, yeah. I mean, think about it. I, I, I think the Packers right now are riding high. I, do I think the Rams defense could go up there and make it a game? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is going to be how well it, are, is golf going to be the guy? It, it, I would assume he's going to be considering he did at least function in some form or fashion in that game. Yeah, early on it was it was evident that his hand was was uh, bothering him, but if he if they're going to go to him. How effective is he gonna be? Because that's in his head, right? When you're when you're in there and you're making plays and you're doing those types of things, you're thinking about that injury, right? And I think that also comes into play. So um that's gonna be that's that's gonna be a tough one for me. I think that if you had a healthy golf, I think the game would be a lot more competitive. Um but I think the Packers at home, I wonder if they're gonna have fans there. You think? Um I think,
1: oh, in Green Bay? Yeah. Are they going to have fans up there like they've had in a few other games or no? I wonder. They only had a few, uh, so I would think probably not. Gotcha.
0: Well, I'm going to take the Packers. Oh, are
1: you now? So you call me on my computer. Nice. Oh, well, sorry about that. That doesn't work out so well when I'm recording on our computer. So let's try not to do that again. My My phone went dead. Is what it is. All right, well, so yeah, you're, I'm going to take Green Bay. Green Bay. You're going to take Green Bay. That long rant. You finally decided on Green Bay. What about the Saints at Tampa Bay? Now this is going to be their what third meeting? I think so far this year.
0: Yes, it is actually the third time. If you're asking me, I don't know if you're asking me or telling me. Um, and the previous two times, yeah, Saints beat the shit out <laughs> of the Buccaneers, <laughs> including uh, I think the last time it was like wasn't it like 38. Uh, well the, it was on uh Sunday night football or something yeah, beat him.
1: So, bad. so Brady so Brady doesn't play well on I thought he played well Sunday night football or Monday night football, but against the Saints he played pretty poorly. Now obviously their first game of the year it was against each other in Tampa and they ended up losing the, the Tampa Bay. And then they won to the Saints and they ended up losing. So Well guess
0: well well guess what? Yeah, I'm going right. with Tom Brady.
1: Going with so you think uh, you think Drew Brees is not going to over
0: not going to be three that, in a row. I think huh? third time is a charm, and I'm going to go with Tom Brady winning his, his 32nd career playoff game.
1: Boom. Tough acting, ten acting. There you go. Yeah, I, you know what? I have to agree with that. I'm going with Tampa Bay as well. Is that it for the NFC? No. Yeah. It, really. Yeah, those four teams play each other, Jeez, and then they do that. will decide who plays in the uh, NFC Championship. Okay, so, so AFC is going to be Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to be I playing –
0: I hosting – Cleveland. Uh,
1: they would be hosting Cleveland,
0: yeah. Because yeah. Cleveland's going to probably win that game. Uh, Buffalo uh, will then host um, – Buffalo the hosts
1: – The Ravens.
0: Yeah, so let's call it as Cleveland winning that game. So Cleveland at Kansas City. um, I think this is where the Cinderella story ends there, LB. Kansas City is just going to be too powerful to beat.
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially in KC. But there again, Cleveland is at Pittsburgh. But they had some defensive scores there too, and I don't know if you're going to get those with Kansas City. In Kansas City, I mean, Patty Mahomes, man. That guy's got an amazing haircut. And if you get a haircut just like him, you also can get the State Farm Patrick Mahomes deal.
0: No, I think that's for anybody. Oh. Did you see the whole commercial? I don't think you're paying attention, but
1: whatever. They say that it's for anybody. And then his friends.
0: Does that mean you're taking the Chiefs?
1: I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Browns won't be going to the Super Bowl. I know there's quite a few Browns fans out there, and hey, let's be thankful, man. It's been, an, a many, many, many moons since they've been in the playoffs, and they got to be losing their minds that they they're going to beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Yeah. That big rival. Yeah, yeah they're they're one. not going to beat Kansas. Okay, they can City. hold on. That's a huge that's a huge win. But yeah, they're not going to be Kansas. They're City. not going to beat Kansas. City. Yeah. And then the B- Ravens
0: at the Bills.
1: Yeah. So I told you that uh, Buffalo last time they won a playoff game was in 1995, and is it Jake Allen? Is that the quarterback? Uh, Josh, Josh, Josh Allen. 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 Yeah. Josh Allen is 24.
0: Wow. So, yeah, he wasn't born
1: yet. He was not born yet. The last time his Buffalo Bills had a win in the playoffs, he was not even alive. So Buffalo, I, I still, you know what? I still like Buffalo. It's in Buffalo. I'm liking it. I think I that kid, Stefan Diggs, had a killer game. I think Buffalo's defense has the opportunity to take down the Ravens. Stop Lamar Jackson from running. So I'm going with the bills. What about you, bud?
0: You know what? I'm going to, I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens blew their wad today. You know, this was a big game for them. It was a big game for Lamar Jackson to finally get his first playoff win. Um, I really like Baltimore. I really think that, I mean, they're well-coached. John Harbaugh, one of the better coaches in the league, in my opinion. Uh, defensively, they're playing well. Lamar is, is you know, he's Lamar. He's simply amazing. Uh, but I, I've i been high on the Bills all year long, and especially Josh Allen. I think he's going to do enough. He wants, he wants what we all want, and that's a Bills-Chiefs AFC championship game, which I think may even be better than whatever Super Bowl matchup we're going to get because – you know, I don't. I, well, certainly don't want to see the Packers there, but yeah, beyond the Packers, you know, who in the NFC is really going to excite you? You know, is it going to be a a, a one handed golf led Rams team back there? Uh, you know, do you really want to see maybe Saint? You know, Breeze making a last run and then retiring? That might have a, a story there. Um, the Packers don't want to see the Packers there, bro. So that AFC Championship, I think that uh, Josh Allen's going to make that happen, and we're going to see the
1: Chiefs and the Bills
0: and the AFC Championship. I'm going to take Buffalo.
1: So we have basically picked all the same. So I don't even think we have an upset. I don't think there's an upset of the week, so we can't do that. Yeah, I think I think the
0: ship has sailed on those.
1: But we can do the lock.
0: Oh, yeah, the lock of the week.
1: Lock of the week.
0: Mine's Packers. They're not going to lose that football game. Wow. Okay. Especially if Donald isn't playing. But even a hurt Donald, it'll be interesting.
1: The funny thing is, you know, we try one of the stipulations for the lock of the week. You can't use the same team twice. I've used Tampa uh, Bay. I'm
0: sure I've probably used them. Well, this is a playoffs. A little bit different. Hold on. Well, playoff. let's see.
1: Let's see if it, it can, So I. it's a
0: playoffs, It doesn't matter.
1: I've used let's Tampa. But stop. I've used Tampa Bay. I've used KC. And I think I used the Bills, which <laughs> leaves me left... With Green Bay. I don't think I've ever used Green Bay.
0: It doesn't matter. But I'm going to
1: go lock of the week because I am feeling it. I'm going to go Kansas City lock.
0: Wow, we're really going out on a limb there. We each picked the number one seeds. In the- <laughs> oh, Which yeah. Kind of, well, we're really uh, big uh, prognosticators. Well, it's
1: it's what we do best. There you go. It's what we do best. You know, this is, this is the whole reason why we do this. This is
0: what we this. do when no bears are in there, right?
1: Yeah, this is, this is what we do with no bears in there. And we have to think of things to talk about, especially when football's gonna be over. But we will be, folks. We will be talking about much, much more. So I'd like to say thanks, T-Dog. Uh, this is our first, our second season podcast number one and you've been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes, visit us at our website at MondaymorningCouchpotatoes dot com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening to your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at MM Couch Potatoes. Listening to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are. Unless you just learned a new definition out there, folks. The Monday Morning Couch Potato podcast is for general information purposes only. Thanks for listening. And I'm out.